0: and welcome to episode 312 of the Veg Grower podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 18th of May 2020 and today I want to share with you my thoughts on something that I've wanted to debate for a long time. And that is petrol versus electric garden tools. I'm sure everyone has their own thoughts on this but firstly... What have I been up to over the last few days? Well, I need to go right back to Friday where I popped down the allotment first thing to do a bit of weeding and give all the plants a really good watering. Now, I knew I was not going to get down there for a few days, so I had to give everything a really, really good soaking on the hope that it'll get through the few days after. After that, I headed home to set everything up for my 24-hour podcast live, which started Friday night. Now... Over the next couple of days, Lee and I are going to be recording a debriefing on that. So I won't go too much into the ins and outs of of what happened. But I just want to say it was a huge, huge success. And I'm so pleased and proud of what we did. When I finished Saturday, I did pop out in the garden just to absorb some of the environment and enjoy the peace and quiet and, and a bit of openness. I was absolutely shattered, to say the least. It wasn't really possible or safe to do any gardening, but I just enjoyed the garden for a few minutes. Sunday morning, after about 12 hours sleep, I thought about heading down the allotment, but I figured I would be best getting a few things done at home, namely the front garden. You may remember a couple of weeks ago, we gave the bushes a really good hack and virtually removed some of the bushes. At that time I had fixed my petrol chainsaw to do this but it had stopped working again and my wife Amanda she wanted me to get those final bushes removed so that job was done. I fiddled around with my chainsaws yet again to try and get them working but at one point Amanda popped out, we chatted, we ended up going to a shop and buying a new chainsaw. I'll be talking about this a bit later on so I'll save that for then. Today... Fully recovered and well rested, I went down the alignment. I weeded out the asparagus bed yet again. This bed is pretty difficult to keep weed free, but I keep trying. However, I do think I will mulch this bed with lawn clippings. The beds that I've already mulched with lawn clippings, it's been a huge, huge success at keeping weeds down, reducing particularly the cooch grass. I can't ignore the results from that, and I think this is the way forward for me. Yet again I gave everything a good watering and then I headed home and back at home I moved some plants around to harden off and get ready to plant out this week. The weather was on our side and it seems a good time to start getting plants into the ground once they are used to being outside. After that I cut down the bushes that needed to be removed from the front of the house with my new chainsaw. I'll go through that a bit later on. But I followed that up with planting out a couple of autumn raspberry canes that I brought last week from the garden centre. Now I planted them in a bed that I had recently planted with some raspberries I transplanted from the allotment. But these never established and I think they're pretty much dead now. The reason they didn't establish is due to my chickens, my girls they constantly use this bed to dust bathe in and scratch around at the surface and dug up the plants. And that just never gave the raspberries the chance to establish. So I have scrapped most of them and then I've planted out two new raspberry canes. But these two raspberry canes I've planted inside a bottomless pot. And the idea here is this bottomless pot is just going to stop the chickens from scratching around and digging them up. I used to do this all the time with my tomato plants and other plants and it worked. Hopefully it'll work for these as well and hopefully it'll be easy to remove the plots once the raspberries are established. Well that brings the diary up to date but what have you been up to in your own aluminum garden? Please let me know. Now petrol versus electric garden tools. This is a debate I've wanted to have for a long time. Up until recently, I've always been a fan of petrol garden tools, which is why I have a shed full of mowers, chainsaws, hedge trimmers, you name it. And most of them are electric. I think I've got something like five hedge trimmers in there. And I don't know why I need that many, but I just end up being donated to them and I can't turn around and say no. Most of those are petrol. When I was younger, my mum always had electric lawnmowers and, that, you know, I used to mow the lawn with that and, and that was fine. Then when my stepfather came along, he had petrol lawnmowers and I was converted onto petrol. What I liked about the petrol lawnmowers is I just had to pull it out of the shed, start it up and mow the lawn, as long as it had petrol, of course. None of this running cables, which I used to find really annoying and... It just seemed so much, so much easier. Now, when I grew up and Amanda and I had our first home, Amanda did have an electric lawnmower with that, which actually broke, and our neighbour sold us a petrol lawnmower. And again, I was converted with the petrol lawnmower. It was just so much easier and quicker to pull it out the shed, mow the lawn, than it was to run the cable to mow the lawn with an electric mower unfortunately over time that mower had a lot of starting troubles it was a right pain in the ass to get started especially towards the end of its life and that was about last year when my dad gave me an electric mower and I've got to say once he gave me that electric mower I started being converted back onto electric the reason being is that okay it takes a while to set the cable up but once that cable's set up, you just push a button and the lawnmower was off and going. It, it, and there was no fiddling around like I've done so much with petrol. The only drawback with this mower, of course, is that I couldn't take it down the allotment because we have no electricity on the allotment. And that is something that's always sold me with petrol. And that's why I have petrol chainsaws, petrol strimmers, petrol hedge trimmers, because I can take them down the allotment. Well, I did buy a little petrol mower fully allotment and it was second hand it was very cheap and within a couple of months the throttle cable snapped yet again. That was an easy fix but it meant I had to spend some money but it got the mower up and running and it's still working fine this day and actually it does start pretty much on the first go. The electric mower we've had at home I had the belt slip off a few weeks ago apart from that it has not really given us any real problems and even the belt slipping off it didn't cost me anything to fix. I just had to strip it down and spend some time. So let's come to Sunday with this petrol chainsaw. And I needed the chainsaw to work so I can complete this task. And I was trying to fix it. I spent ages and ages trying to get this bloody thing to work. My wife came out and a and conversation led to how much more reliable I was feeling about electric. Unfortunately, it lacked the portability. Amanda reminded me something that we have looked at in the past and that was battery-powered garden tools. And one particular variety was a battery-powered garden tool that the battery is interchangeable and works right across the range, including in drills and battery angle grinders. So we went off and we brought this Ryobi 1 chainsaw. But because of the way these work, they don't come with a battery or charger. We priced up the battery and charger but found that for £20 more we could buy a strimmer with the battery and charger as well. So we ended up coming away with a chainsaw and strimmer. I did feel guilty about buying these because money's tight but we've been saving money and we've done okay out of it. So it was a bit of an indulgence but we needed it. We completed that job with the chainsaw today and I put that battery on charge overnight used it on those bushes at the front and there was about three bushes that needed cutting down but they weren't just one trunk they were a mixture of trunks. Well that chainsaw cut through the whole lot without any problems. I am completely converted onto these battery chainsaws now and I also used a strimmer and that was so much easier. It was so much lighter to use. It was a pleasure. And I think I'm going to follow this up with the hedge trimmer at a later date when I need to, and even a lawnmower in the future times. So why am I converted onto these battery-powered electric garden tools? Well, the first thing is, it was so much lighter. Petrol can get very very heavy and and quite rightly you've got a petrol engine in there that needs to run and it, it does a hard job well these battery kits they were so so much more lighter it was a real pleasure they were also so much quieter which didn't upset my neighbors as much which is quite important but also it was easier on the ears it was easier for me so in fact my wife was working indoors at the time she didn't even know i was doing it And the other thing that really impressed me was that they worked at cutting down these bushes and on one battery. So I'm completely converted onto these electric battery garden tools. And I'm thinking in the future, this is going to be the way to go and get rid of petrol. So that's my thoughts on petrol versus electric garden tools. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, too, and your experiences. I don't know if you feel the same as me or if you have a difference of opinion. My concern with these batteries, I will admit, is that I do wonder if they have quite the same power as the petrol ones. I'm not quite sure how, if I do a big, big, big job, how they're going to cope with that sort of job. But we'll find out in the future and, and see how we get on. But I'd love to hear your thoughts, like I say. Now if you want to email me, it's Richard at the Or you can leave a comment on the veggroundpodcast.co.uk website. Or you can find me on social media, just search for the Veground Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll speak to you again tomorrow.